We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door. Tom Schumacher, and Terry Kennedy. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Hi, Terry. Hi, how you Today doing? Today our topic, I almost said burden, <laughs> is light. Light, as in lighthearted. Exactly. Lighthearted, light spirit, lighten up. And maybe proving that we can sometimes be a bit irreverent without being struck by lightning. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, often you know, we are tempted to treat our spiritual salvation as being a very serious business. And um, sure, it is serious business. I mean, after all, we're talking about finding our way home to the heart of God mm-hmm. in the most expedient fashion possible. But that doesn't mean we can't laugh at ourselves along the way, Tom. <laughs> well, we can be pretty funny when you think about it. And while we may not routinely think of the Ascended Masters as having senses of humor, you can bet that they do. And before we go any further, (laughs) you will not be hearing any Ascended Master jokes from us. Oh, no, sir, you won't. Uh, Not that we're not tempted, but we intend to take this lightness um, seriously, as it were. That's right. No cosmic uh, puns or pranks. (laughs) No making light of the Inquisition or fanaticism. (laughs) Yeah, no cracks about Ascended Master playing cards or traveling Ascended Master jokes or the clown chakra. None of that. How many (laughs) Ascended Masters does it take stuff? No, no, or cracks like... Clap one hand if you love Buddha. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we got them all out of our system. <laughs> yeah, for everyone's sake, I sure hope so. Well, it is good to laugh. Good humor just naturally makes us feel good. So we know that there is always a place on the spiritual path for the essential and wonderful lightness of being that makes us smile and giggle and laugh out loud. Well, you know, consider the alternative. We've all heard stories about people who went to early graves because they couldn't seem to escape their negative take on life. Dead serious, you might say. <laughs> Good, good, good one, Jerry. And sadly true, you know, so our, our goal today is to make sure you know that making room for humor and having a lighthearted attitude in your life is another way of making room for God. Uh, Tom, you know who really takes himself seriously? <laughs> who? Uh, that's the devil. Oh, yeah, indeed he does. In his arrogance, he thinks he is too important to be taken lightly. Oops, I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another bad pun. Don't worry, Tom, it'll pass. Uh, it, it'll Oh, I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) Seriously, though, all kidding aside, 
underneath our lighthearted tone is an important spiritual lesson. Right. Lightness and levity are essential components of the spiritual path. Not just options, essentials. Sure, you know, some austerity is okay, too, but we suggest that everyone strive for balance and not become bogged down by our human expression with its limited abilities and earthbound sensibilities. Like laugh at the human while honoring the divine. You know, well, we, we can all too easily become imprisoned within the, within the confines of our human mind and limiting habits of thought. We've talked about this before. Our human thoughts and feelings, while important for our learning, can weigh us down if we let them. So a little infusion of light is almost always a good idea. Well, the world is full of wonder and miracles. Divine expressions are everywhere. We just have to train ourselves to look for them or get out of the way long enough for them to find us. And when we find them, or they find us, we will also find freedom. Yeah, and that's because an infinite freedom already exists within each of us, just waiting to be brought forth, embraced, and expressed. All creation is a manifestation of God's own light. And what's truly marvelous is the fact that we can bring forth this light and beauty wherever we are. Life is truly abundant, but we know that there are those who would have us think and believe otherwise. Those pesky fallen angels. <laughs> the very same. Those who do not like to be mocked. They would prefer that we never discover the power of joy, of beauty, wonder, and laughter, because these have the power to dispel darkness and render the devil powerless. And when the veil of illusion is lifted and the haze of human vision clears, what do we see? Limitless light and beauty. We experience a God brimming with joy and wonder and boundless splendor. You know, God is neither wrathful nor vengeful. He is a God of light and love, and we can experience him with the eyes of children, with the unbridled enthusiasm of youth. A joyous mood is a heavenly mood. Well, it is surely a simple and obvious point that we are making today, but often the simple and obvious can escape us in the tumult and turmoil of daily life. Many of the Ascended Masters have spoken of the power of laughter, of joy, of letting go, of seriousness, and being in the moment. One such master, and one you may not have heard of, is Fun Way. And I would say very aptly named. <laughs> yes, very apt. And we have a special dictation we'd like to play for you today from this beloved smiling master. Well, not only is this a dictation from Fun Way, but it is delivered through the messenger Mark L. Prophet, who had a legendary sense of humor. Yeah, so please just sit back and listen to the sage advice from the Ascended Master Fun Way on the wonderful lightness of being. Here it is. Oh, won't you be at peace concerning your life? Won't you relinquish that tight hold you have upon the manifestation of consciousness, that which you call your own, and in sweet surrender let your consciousness abide in a unified sense in the heart of every flower in the world, in all the lands thereof. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What joy can come in to the mind and consciousness that will surrender its tight attempt to create a knot of consciousness? Allow yourself to be loosened from the moorings of stultification of humanity, of carnality, of the flesh and the earth. 
and try to realize that that consciousness that is within you is the essence of God's own light. That all creation and manifestation everywhere occurring is also a manifestation of God's own light. You do not need to be completely confined to the body as to a prison house, but allow the mind and spirit to roam the benign halls of the world. There may be places where humanity have gathered together for a sordid purpose. Go not there, albeit some manifestation of God's life must remain there, else it would fade away into dust and shadow. True it is that in effect it is already dust and shadow, for only that which is the abundant and joyful spirit of rejoicing in the eyes of God for the quality of life and the great gift of life that he has bestowed upon humanity is worthy of manifestation. We want you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to relinquish the outer self just long enough to feel the great bond of infinite freedom that is within you, to become a creature of the universe, loosen from your moorings and drifting by divine direction upon the great sea of God omnipotence, omniscience, and omnipresence. Will you recognize the reality of your presence at this moment? Will you strive to understand what is acting in your world? Is that which is acting in your world a manifestation of carnal purpose, or is it the manifestation of immortal life? Are you a flower of heaven, fragrant with purpose, manifesting a sense of divine appreciation? Have you thought what it would be like to be a sunbeam, to be a ray of light traveling through space, Rippling with divine energy, the cosmic Shakti, and bringing beauty and light everywhere. Then do so. Allow yourself to be vested with the power of the wind. Let it become your magic carpet upon which your mind can fly. Be a flower nodding in the wind. Feel the fresh glow and warmth of sun and wind commingle. Be not crushed by dogmatic fear, but rejoice in the God of love and light. The ascended master purpose is to free you from darkness and human infamy. You no longer need to feel wedded to the senses of the world that are oppressive and stuffy. You can open the windows of the mind and soul 
to the penetration of God's love. The incenses from the altars of heaven falling to the earth beneath manifest as the wonders of nature. These have not sinned. Impose not then upon the tiny elemental parts of life the imposition of your own wrong thoughts and feelings. Consider the thorns, how they appear as the result of man's sharp and jagged thoughts, of hatred and darkness toward one another. Exchange this for the crown of life. For the crown of thorns ought to rest on no master's head or upon no man's head, but only the crown of roses, lilies of the valley, garlands of sweetness, and laurel wreaths of purpose. You are children of the dawn, from the age-old splendor of ancient halls of purpose, the cycles have kindled and rekindled in man the ancient knowledge which has come again fresh unto this age. With it have also come into the world manifestation through darkened minds those sordid purposes that are not abundant life. Let them fall unto the ground as dried leaves or as darkened and braised blossoms that ought never to be or never to have been. Instead, place your consciousness upon the immortal scent the sense that does not create in you dust, but life. You are life. And to you is given this day from higher octaves, the realm of the angels, the realm of the Son of God, the realm of the masterful purpose for which God created all life, that destiny that you should bear to the family of nations. For everywhere the purposes of God should be spread abroad. Purposes of dominion. Purposes that create a joyous mood in those beautiful things that are the activities of heaven. And on that note, we need to take a short break. Um, when we return, we will hear the conclusion of this lighthearted dictation from Funway. Don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk 
and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. As we are um, learning here, there is a fun way of living. And the master fun way spells it out for us. Is wrath an activity of heaven? Is hatred of brother for brother an activity of heaven? Is shadow and storm and raging sea a purpose of heaven? I tell you nay. But as in the South Sea Islands, when the sun blazes her noontide fires and the chalices of the flowers uphold themselves as gay altars to the universe. As the gentle breezes blow and the soft seas flow and life appears in freshness and relaxation, this is the fun way of life. This is the way of the soul that rests as a blossom upon the transient wind. Fear not, for God is with thee in thy rejoicing that upholds his own honor and name. Oh yes, there is so much to be recovered in life while man is discovering and rediscovering scientific secrets and wonders, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand that they have not even tapped the secrets of God by which the universe was gently and so perfectly framed. Your physical bodies, they are but reflections of identification. And you identify, unfortunately, almost totally with those bodies. And ladies and gentlemen, in reality, you are a soul and a solar mind flowing with the cosmic wind through solar regions of infinite space. Cosmic fires are banked and burned, blaze and create worlds anew, blazing with light. They bring to your view a realm of supernal delight. Creation, wondrous quality of God given to man, this is the fun way of life. 
For as the Father wrought mightily to perform his work, so may ye work mightily to perform his work. For he has given to you one and all the wondrous gifts of life. They are the treasures of mind and spirit so often glossed over as though they existed only within a filmy sediment. We want you to understand that all can become vibrant life. A song, an orchestration, a beautiful sense manifest in nature, the kindling of a fire within the heart and soul. These are of God. For he has given these gifts unto you, shining diadems of faith and love and hope that do not question the purposes of the universe, but just know that God is. You need not struggle, beloved ones, with questioning the reality of the universe, for this but dulls its luster. But now I urge upon all of you the refreshing basking of your soul in the mountainous faith that is like the sun shining in his strength. O solar wind, sweep away the doubts that have impinged themselves upon the fiats of mortal mind and replace them all by the great positivity of the cosmic mind of God, the strength of other worlds shining within this one. Let all understand what it means to identify then with the various facets of nature. Now we see the individual consciousness literally soaring out of the body, the brain, and the mind and traveling to the farthest stars only to find that the same qualities that exist there are here upon this shining, lustrous home you call the earth. The God of love has made the sands and the wind that the sands may dance in the wind and be aerated by the freshness of the rain and penetrated by the sacred fire of the sun. All is a melody, an orchestration of chromatic harmony. Oh, beautiful souls, will you free yourselves then from all that which you have identified with that is so tied to the place where your physical form is and realize that that which is your physical form, may share the common bond of God-reality with every part of life. You may be a tree walking, or a sunbeam, or a flame blazing, or you may be a flower just growing, radiating and being. You may be a forest of many trees, or a multitude of waters to be lapped up by thirsty tongue. For you are all things with God. You twinkle in the night sky 
and you blaze in the day sky. Everywhere in you is the quality of nature, for the quality of nature is one of the qualities of God. To identify with nature is not to sink into oblivion, but to arise into the realization of who and what you are. And then one day, nature receiving the gift of your own consciousness will become transformed literally until all blights and all that is blighted will be removed from the face of life. And nature will exchange with you that which you once exchanged with her. For you are givers and creators, not just receivers. What a pity it is that mankind have stretched forth their hands as if to partake of the tree of life, resting by stormy conquering from heaven, the domain of life, and yet never receiving it. For bitterness and sordid ash rests upon their tongue. There is no sweetness in the mouth and no sweetness in the belly. But now those who forge ahead, recognizing the reality of what God is, will find both sweetness in the mouth and sweetness in the belly. And if momentarily that which appears in the belly as sweetness seems to be bitter, they will understand that this too is a chastening test and that one day they will rejoice as their hand is put to the plow to plow a straight furrow and to forsake the darkness of the world. Those who call themselves family and friends, those who seek to lead them astray, those who say to them, run with us the way we go when they know not the way. For the way of God is like the greatest delight, for it is the greatest delight. I say to you today that it is possible for the mind of man to go back to the very paradise of heaven in consciousness, to the Eden of God, when he knew only perfection and mastery. Outwardly, men seek power. Inwardly, those who become one with God have power. They need not to display it, to know that it is there. For the moment that it is needed, it will manifest. Oh, beloved ones, the fun way of living is the God way of living. It is the abundant life for which the Christ came into manifestation in ye all. I am fun way. And I rejoice in those of East and West yet to externalize in their consciousness the great joys of God that will sweep away all the debris and turmoil and make them God-free beings able to be as God is and not cringe. For the heart of man today has often become such that it cringes at the very idea of being godlike. What a pity. What a denial of him before their fellow men. Is it any wonder then that the cosmos denies them also before the Father? Well, beloved hearts of life, we do not want any of you to fall into that way of life. 
or into dusty confusion, but rather by clear thinking and the radiance of tomorrow claim today to recognize that you are the future, the wave of heaven, now manifesting upon the altar of your mind and heart, new thoughts fresh from the hand of God, directing you unto the great purposes of his eternal love. Then you see man walks hand in hand with nature and the fun way of living is complete. For the cycles of life are not deprivation. Heaven does not intend to deprive nature, the great mother, of the bliss of consciousness. Through you then you see even inert matter as engaged by the consciousness of your mind will suddenly sweep itself upward into a renewal of its life. And the flowers will really orchestrate. The music of the spheres be heard within the mind and soul. Identification with the whole universe be complete and man no longer be confined to his own cesspool of ignorance. He will let go of the old molding concept of yesterday and see in the fragrance of tomorrow the cup of life for him to drink and in the great drinking of that cup of life beloved ones mankind will be the victor and as they become the victor they will fashion and create in God's name more beauty that shall penetrate this world and be manifest than was ever dreamed of. For then you will not see only the act of creation by God, by spirit, but by many spirits, just men made perfect by the one fire of his radiance blazing on the heart altar of all. As I leave you this day, it is with the positive thought of your victory over life. It is with the positive thought of your eventual emancipation from everything that binds you, from all that keeps you from seeing the great God plan heaven has for each one and for all of life. It is a great pity that the world has allowed themselves to become inkpots of darkness, writing and scribbling upon the book of life. Those engrams that are darkened and shadowed let them instead reckon with the fact that as they have written shadow and darkness, so now may they inscribe with the pen of their mastery their own name victoriously upon the book of life. For those who are written there have done so by accepting the plan heaven has for all. Each may receive the call from life unto life. You are a part of life. Can you deny that? Well then, if you are a part of life, would you not like to be all of life? Is this not what it is all about, beloved ones? Men desire to expand. How can they expand in life except they take that which belongs unto another? seeing all are entitled to the abundant life, then this, in a sense, is a kindergarten 
where man may claim the universe and has the great origin of life, springs up into the well of consciousness, man will perceive at last that he is not a thing apart from the universe, but identifying with it. All the way man identifies with God, all the way each part of the whole identifies with the whole. All the way the great trumpet of life sounds forth, ye are my chosen, as ye have chosen me, so choose I you. Ah, up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we are joined by Reverend Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. We are back and happy to welcome Sid Bennett to our studio. Hi, Sid. Gentlemen. Sid. You know, the notion that Ascended Masters have a sense of humor uh, might surprise some people, but it's true, isn't it? Let me ask you this question. Do you like to laugh? <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, doesn't it make you feel good? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. doesn't have to be a part of God? Yeah. And this is not a laughter that makes fun of people or is mean or malicious. It's the joy of God manifest of laughter. And I think even we heard today from the Ascended Master Fun Way, and if you don't know how that's spelled, it's F-U-N-W-E-Y. So I can almost imagine this dear soul, he makes his ascension, and God gives him the name Fun Way. And I mean, you know, you have to see that God has a little bit of a sense of humor, oh, yeah. and yet there's a message there and a powerful one, yeah. that the sense of struggle and the burdens we carry, even though they seem very real to us, and we're not saying they aren't a burden, but they aren't the nature of God, and they aren't the reality of God. Mm-hmm. So... You know, who tells us we're worthless sinners? Who is gloom and doom, fire and brimstone? It's not God. It's not the true teach- the light bearers of this planet. It's the fallen angels. They have no joy. They've lost the presence of God. They didn't have any joy to begin with. I don't think they would have rebelled from God. 
And so they want their gloom and doom to be upon us. <laughs> and we accept it or because we think, well, maybe we should be because we're such worthless sinners. Yeah. So you can see how it feeds upon itself. So the joy of God, the laughter of God, the sense of humor of God, you know, is there. We can accept it without compromising who we are or making or pretending that we don't have issues and challenges or weights and burdens or we don't feel pain in our life. We don't have karma because it's the nature of God. So don't be afraid to embrace it, even as we take accountability and responsibility for other things that are going on mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Well, you know, even the Ascended Masters acknowledge that Earth's schoolroom is a tough place to live and <laughs> yeah. graduate from. Could laughter and uh, sense of humor somehow trivialize the rigors we encounter every day as we try to make our ascensions from Earth? You know, it's perspective and it's understanding. You know, uh, all of us know Aesop's fables, don't we? I mean, we've heard of them, whether you've read them or not. Mm -hmm. Interesting enough, Aesop was an embodiment of Mark Prophet. And if you look at the story he went through, and he did not have an easy life. He had a deformed body Mm -hmm. and he was persecuted and it was very interesting. But it was always that little sense of humor that he was able to bring to people and the perspective that sort of let the tension out, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And, and it allowed people to sit back and laugh at their own human consciousness. We're either going to laugh or cry, I guess. And so, <laughs> so why not right. laugh right. And, and, and move forward from it? Let go of it. You know, it's not real. We don't have to hold it like it's our most valuable possession. Laugh at our human consciousness. Let go. Let it go into the flame. Embrace the light and presence of joy, the lightness of being from God. That that's who we really are. I hear you. Well, you know, perhaps you and some of our listeners, for that matter, will remember the author Norman Cousins um, and his successful battle with cancer using humor as his healing tool of choice. Now, he overcame a life-threatening challenge with a daily dose of laughter, which kind of tells us that laughter is healing, isn't it? Well, I think, is it really the laughter that is healing or it is the surrender, so to speak, yeah, that allows point. us to laugh and experience the light and the joy of God? You know, I think it's both. And this is not frivolous. Um, and I don't think he was being frivolous. He found a key in vibration and light and energy of God that allowed his body to heal. Well, I know that there are, um, I think, endorphins released with laughter. I mean, there are things deep in our, our physiology that are activated right. by laughter. And it's, it's, at one level, it's biochemistry, but at another level, it goes much, much deeper than that. And higher. And higher, indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless ye become as little children, ye cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, Sid, is this a reference to the importance of of reacquiring a sense of humor, or a sense of wonder, I should say, and innocent delight as a prerequisite for making our ascension? Absolutely. You know, let go of the seriousness of yourself Mm -hmm. a little bit. What we are engaged in (laughs) is a serious undertaking. It's an important undertaking. But don't let it so consume you that nobody wants to be around you. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I'll tell you a quick story about Ascended Masters. This is before... El Mori and Kathumi ascended, and their master called for them to come immediately. And, of course, if you know El Mori, he's on the first ray, obedience is everything, and sure. you know, he just drops everything and runs up the mountain to, to greet his master. <laughs> Kathumi, on the other hand, got the call, too, and started up the mountain, but he happened to see some flowers on the way, and he stopped to pick and admire the flowers. So, of course, he was a little tardy getting up the mountain, and Mori was up there and already there and waiting for what was coming from the master. And the master actually said that Kathumi did the right thing. In other words, he took time for life, even though the call was there, and he admired the beauty and so forth. So it's a balance. And Kathumi, interesting, was was, he was embodied as St. Francis, whose many love and adore for all that he was. But it's interesting, he says of that embodiment, he was too austere. In other words, there was not Mm. the balance in him. As much as we admire in him and everything he did, Mm -hmm. he was too austere. 
And so he would tell us that life is a balance. There are times to laugh. And there are times to take seriously our initiations or to work on them. So it's a balance of life. And it's understanding the nature of God and who we really are that it will allow us to let go of these humans' patterns, these thoughts that we've created that we think we need that we really don't. Yeah. And we can let go of them in the trust and peace that God loves us, will be with us. It's that incredible lightness of being. Mm-hmm. You know, i, I got to tell you, I'm, many of you, I'm sure, have pets. I have a dog. <clears throat> that dog never wakes up grumpy. <laughs> you know, it's, She's always ready for life. It's oh, like she no. has innate sense that God loves her, yeah. that you know, she's going to get her needs met, and that today is a day to be joyous. Wow, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, flipping back for a moment, uh, we mentioned uh, physiology. And the study of anatomy and physiology tells us that it takes the human face 17 muscles to form a smile and 43 muscles to make a frown. With smiling taking so much less effort, why do you suppose we seem to see more frowns than smiles these days? You know, people are burdened. And let's be honest, people have burdens in their body. They have burdens with family situations. They have pain. They have loss. And so you can understand why people may feel this. We're not unrealistic that people don't have these things. But even with those things, we need to make a choice. Because of the nature of God, which is lightness and joy, we need to embrace those even amidst our pain. And so it is not wrong to smile and be joyous even though you bear those burdens and those pains because, again, it is the nature of God. You know, Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War, he used to be always cracking jokes <laughs> and telling these stories. Huh. And finally, some guys said, look, how can you do this? There are people out there dying on the battlefield every day and you're making jokes. And his response was, it is my way of, of surviving, basically. Yeah, you know, to have pain. that little flame of joy and humor that allowed him to continue. So it wasn't an indulgence. It was a way to keep going and do what you need to do. So even amidst your pain and your burdens and those, of, those around you, each day take time to experience the joy of God, whether it's in a sunrise, a flower, a child, a pet, whatever it is, it's around you. Don't be afraid to embrace it and acknowledge it because, again, it's the nature of God and it will take you higher and give you the strength to help you deal with all the other burdens that, you know, we all share, let's face it. Take time to smell the roses. Yes. (laughs) Given our topic today, it should probably come as no surprise that in the last two and a half years that we've been doing this show, our most popular broadcast today is, uh, as I should say, as to date, is one that we did back in February of this year entitled The Miracle of Joy. So it seems obvious that people want and need more joy and lightness in their lives, doesn't it? It does. In their lives. You know, we're almost afraid to embrace (laughs) that as the nature of God. Yeah. Because almost if we do that, then something bad's going to happen and we need to be prepared for that something bad. You know? I mean, let go of this sense of struggle. It doesn't mean we don't have challenge. We don't mean we don't have to stand and face and conquer Mm -hmm. our own human creation. But let go and let God. I know that sounds like a cliche. But let yourself be enfolded and enveloped in the spirit of joy. And that joy will actually dissolve the weights and the burdens that you carry. You know, we live in a plane of cause and effect. And we've got karma. We've got old business that we have to deal with. Yeah. We've got the violet flame. And we've got ways to deal with that. But don't let that become your whole life. Because it's just a small part of the light and the presence of God. It's cleaning up some you know, old records. Once we do that... This joy is ours, and it's God's good grace to give it to us. I love that sentiment. You know, and by the way, um, on the subject of joy and the fact that it is, you know, it is our joy to bring this material to you. Um, we want to thank all of you in the great Northwest who have been tuning into the Open Door Seattle broadcasts that our friends there have been producing. 
If you're interested, please take a moment to tune into the Open Door Seattle on, and write this down, KKNW, 1150 AM radio. It's on every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. That's KKNW, 1150 AM radio in Seattle. And it's on every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. And on that note, it is time to take a short break. But please stay with us. When we return, we will continue our discussion of lightness, humor, and other serious topics with Sid Bennett. (laughs) The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And thanks for staying with us, everyone, and welcome back for more discussion about the essential qualities of light for balancing our spiritual path with Sid Bennett. Uh, Sid, earlier in today's program, and again in the dictation from Funway, we heard and want to clearly, uh, clearly dispel the notion of God as a wrathful or vengeful God. Why do you think that such a notion continues to exist, that portrays God as anything other than love, light, and joy? You know, I think part of that is because of people's experience in life. In other words, because of karma they've created and things that have befallen them, they think it's God's fault. Mm-hmm. And so God must be punishing them for some mistake that they made or whatever. So therefore, he's a wrathful and vengeful God. I mean, karma is like gravity. It's a law of the universe. <laughs> God gives us free will. And so if we're going to, you know, if we take a hammer and hit our thumb, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. We can't blame God for that. So that's the first fact of it is not understanding the nature of God and the nature of karma and so forth. The second part of that, I, I have to mention again, the fallen angels. You know, they want to be God, but they don't want to you know, embrace God. And it's kind of a contradiction in terms. And so they think God is vengeful and wrathful because they can't do everything they want to do and thumb their nose at God, so to speak. And so they put that upon us. It's a way of control. You know, sinners in the hands of an angry God. I mean, they want people to shake in their boots so that they can control them. 
And part of that is by painting the nature of God as wrathful and vengeful. And, and another aspect of this, people want to be happy. You know, they don't want to deal with that kind of gloom and doom stuff. And so if, that, if they think that's the nature of religion, they don't want to go anywhere near it. Right. And so it's another plot to keep the light bearers from the truth. And, um, you know, it's time is up. We've got to challenge that notion. God is a God of joy and light and love, and that can be ours if we will choose it and embrace it and let go of all this burden, disease, and death, and so forth. We're going to balance our karma, we're going to move on, and we're going to be the fullness of all that God wants us to be. We're not going to linger and, you know, with this weight and burden upon us any longer, because it's not God's will. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's one of the things I like about the New Age Rosary, is that it's, our vic- it's time for our victory over sin, disease, and death. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, we're not sinners forever. It's time for our victory. And that which we have manifested that has been imperfect, been mistakes, been errors, that karma is going to be balanced. And, you know, I don't know if you remember from the New Testament, and God will remember their sins no more. Uh, yeah. So once we have balanced that karma, even God forgets them. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's move on. Let's do what we need to do so that we can experience that fullness of joy that is in nature, that is around us, that is the manifestation of God we see, but sometimes we won't open our eyes to take in and experience. Mm-hmm. You know, while we're in this vein of misperceptions about God, uh, there's another notion, uh, or perhaps misunderstanding is a better term for how we perceive God. We often hear the idea of fearing God, but fear in this context is really awe, isn't it? I mean, the last thing God wants us to do is fear him. Well, absolutely. I mean, how can we fear our creator? Yeah. You know, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and yet, as you suggest, Tom, there is a context where God is God. And, you know, there is a sense of awe. And even you read in the Bible about the, the angels that attend to the throne of God and the magnificence of this and the beauty and the purity. And it's almost like when we see something beautiful in nature, there's a sense of awe. And that's such a small slice of who our God is. So it's appropriate and right to feel that sense of awe and in, in, in that context, fear is appropriate. And also in terms of understanding the nature of God and not in one that is out to get us, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but is one that we need to be, you know, careful on how we use his energy. Yeah. Be respectful yeah. of that energy because it does have consequences if we misuse it. Ultimate accountability and the law of karma. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've spoken, we've spoken many times about the impersonal nature of karma, particularly as it pertains to what we experience in our lives, those things that come to us because we set them in motion sometime in the past. When our karma comes to us, we always have the choice of how we will receive it, don't we? I mean, I'm talking about grace and gratitude rather than anger and regret. Well, again, it is perspective, Terry, because if we understand that there is no injustice in the universe in terms of our returning karma, it's just what we put into effect, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It's not that pleasant, quite frankly, you know? And so it's not always fun to deal with, but if we understand God has given the tools to deal with it uh, as the tools, the number one in this age is the violet flame. If we will choose to invoke it and send it forth into our karma, and only from this life with many past lives. But he's had, you know, he teaches us that, you know, just to try and to do it. And, you know, we can balance this. It's not, as I like to say, karma is not infinite, or bad karma isn't. Good karma is infinite, <laughs> not bad karma. And so uh, it's how we approach these things. And it may seem very fundamental but, um, you know, it's like rolling up our sleeves. We've got a job to do. It's not always an easy job. It's not always a pleasant job. But we know we, we made this mess, and with God's help, we're going to clean up so that we can move on. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And don't believe the lie that you're never going to get out of this. You're never going to balance your karma. It's hopeless, so why even try? That is a lie. 
there is great hope, and God is just waiting, so to speak, for you to clear the debris a little bit right. so that that light can increase within you. Yes. You know, well, as you said, we always have the choice of accepting our returning karma with hope and humility, with grace and gratitude. But if we stumble, you know, we lash out, we have a human moment, what can we do? You know, I think that's the nature of all of our lives, isn't it? You know, God, I've been really good for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not sure that this karma should be on me right now. You know, and we got to get, oh, no, not again kind of thing. <laughs> you know, we're in a human form. We make mistakes. When you do something you regret doing, call upon the law of forgiveness. Father in heaven, mother in heaven, I made this mistake. I apologize. I ask your forgiveness. And I ask for the opportunity to balance the karma before the sun sets, so they don't carry it over into the next day. Oh, yeah. God does not expect human perfection, and it's not going to happen. It keeps us humble, and that's why sometimes laughing at our human consciousness is a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Not that it excuses it, but it allows us to take a step back and say, that's not really us. And so we're going to let it go. We're going to balance whatever karma we made, and then we're moving on. The Lord loves a laughing man. What, what more need be said? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the joy flame. Yeah. And it's not the laughter of the fallen ones who are cynical no. and use sarcasm and the abuse of others' consciousness to get their, their laughter. Mm-hmm. It's the laughter of the presence of God. It's, you know, the joy. We were down at the Tetons yesterday, and a beautiful day walking through, and we came on the trail on a porcupine. <laughs> and the porcupine was in the middle of the trail, and he was sitting there eating. You know, and I mean, I had to laugh. He he just he just had like, I'm here, I'm doing my thing. <laughs> Didn't have a care in the world, you know. Yeah. And and so it's 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 the nature of God. You know, I had to kind of laugh, look at him, and then Porcupine looked at me like, who are you? But you know, <laughs> in, in other words, there's joy and light all around us, mm-hmm. and it's not pretending there isn't pain. It's not pretending people aren't suffering and there aren't very horrendous things going on this planet, but it is embodying a nature of God, a part of God that this planet sorely needs. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it raises another question, perhaps obliquely, but um, one of the common topics on our show is choice. You know, we have free will, as you've said, we've all said, and we are powerful co-creators with God. For the sake of our eventual spiritual victory, we have to realize that the lives we live are the lives we choose. You know, we, we, we must remember that we are not the victims of circumstance, but rather the masters, right? Whoever you are today, whoever I am today and all of us, it's because of choices we have made in the past. If you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, then change it. We have the power and ability to do that. And there's no ascended master that didn't make a lot of mistakes in their embodiments, but they chose to turn around and make the right decisions. St. Germain said he made a million right decisions to become an ascended master. Well, we might be a little closer than a million. Who knows? But if you don't like we see, like what you see, you can change it and start today. And the fruit will manifest whether it's tomorrow or the next day or at some point it will return onto you and you will be a different person. I remember that Mark Prophet said uh, at one time, we wouldn't want to shake the hand of the person we were hundreds of years ago. We've grown, we've evolved because of right choices. So let's start today to make those right choices, to use the spiritual tools God has given us, and your life will be different. Yeah. You know, um, in the dictation, we heard Funway say that you are all things with God. You share the common bond of God reality with every part of life. You twinkle in the night sky and you blaze in the day sky. I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear. We, we are light and love. We share this with God. This is our destiny. It's our birthright. It's the nature of our true being, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, just, you know, it's who we are. It's who you know, we St. are. St. Germain said once, you know, we're human. We think we're human beings <laughs> instead of spiritual beings. Oh, yeah. And it's subtle, but it's powerful. 
So think of yourself as part of God, as the joy of God, as the laughter of God, and that's where you're going to fully manifest as you take your steps on your spiritual path. And Mm -hmm. on that note, I think another uh, show can come to a a happy, balanced, light-hearted end. (laughs) Thank you, Sid, for being here again. As always, love the contributions. And we want to thank you out there for joining us as well. If you have any questions or concerns, simply send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org, and we'll do our best to answer you promptly. Yes, we will. And in the meantime, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out out of this this world. God bless you, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.